fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Glory to Jesus. Welcome to Fresh Word. Let's talk about something that is very unique to Christianity. In our Christian faith, we have this wonderful privilege. And what is that? In 1 John 4 verse 15, the Bible says, Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. That is totally peculiar to our faith. No other religions talk about God abiding in the human being and the human being abiding in God. So let's talk about understanding God within. I'm talking about God who lives in you if you're a believer in Christ Jesus. This verse is whoever, that means no one left out, whoever, whether small or great, black or white, old or young, whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides. That means God settled down. God lives in. God dwells in him and he in God. What a great truth. This is even peculiar to the New Testament. God was with them in the Old Testament, but he was with them and he was for them. But he was never in them. He was in the temple in Jerusalem, in the Holy of Holies. But in the New Testament, the Bible says we are the temple of the living God. And God abides in you as a believer. What a wonderful truth. What a powerful privilege and awesome responsibility that God has come to settle down in us, in you and in I. And that we also can settle down and dwell in God. Let's read it again. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God's God abides in him and he in God. God dwells in him and he in God. God lives in him and he in God. Now, how do we now experience this truth? You know, I titled this message, Understanding the God Within. So, if you are going to understand this and walk in the light of it, you know, God abiding and dwelling and living in us is just more than a truth to confess. It should be something you can realize and experience. It should be a reality to experience. So, if God just comes to visit, we know we don't have to study that. He comes and goes anytime we want to. But if He comes to stay, we must know how to cooperate with Him. For instance, if somebody pays you a visit and just comes to your house for a few days, you don't have to understand Him as such. But if he comes to live with you and stay with you, you have to know more than just welcoming him. So, thank God we can welcome Jesus to our life, but he's come to stay. The God within has come to stay. He's come to abide. So that means that we must learn how to flow with him, how to respond to him, how to live with him. He says, whoever confesses that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, God lives in him. And he in God. So we need to understand how to live with this God. What do we, first of all, what is our primary knowledge? You know, we read 1 John 4, 15. 
Now, how do we know? How do we experience? How do we grasp? It tells us in that same chapter, 1 John 4 and verse 13, it says, by this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. Oh, wonderful. By this we know. That word know there means to experience. By this we experience and we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. That's what I want you to see first of all. It simply means that we can only grasp, understand and experience God within us by his spirit. He has given us of his spirit that the Spirit of God is what God has put in us as his abiding. So how does God live in a believer? He lives in the believer by his Spirit. That's why on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came down. And you know what? It came upon the apostles and the remaining there are about 120 disciples. And Bible said the fire sat on them and then it entered into them and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Before, under the Old Testament, the temple will be filled with the glory of God. But now, in the new, it is the people, God's people, that are now filled with His Spirit or with His presence because the Spirit of God is His presence. Your Spirit is your presence. It's who you are. Your spirit is your essential being. We are all spirits living in the flesh. God is his spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And he lives in us by his spirit. So where we can see, it says, let's read it again, First John 4 verse 13. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. I'm going to share about three consequences, three privileges and responsibilities of God within us. Let's start with the first one today. Let's go. What is the consequence of God living within us? Let's look at it in chapter four. That's in first John in verse four. Listen to what he says. He said, you are of God little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Now, in that passage, he was talking about spirit, evil spirit, wrong spirit, false prophets that are directed by evil spirit. And listen to this. It says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them. You see, by the Spirit living within you. Listen to this. One more time. First John 4, verse 4. You have God, little children, and have overcome them because, because of what? Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Now, who is in us? We just read that he who confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in him. And he said, we know that he abides in us and we in him by his spirit. So we know who is in you is 
the spirit of God. And he says, you are of God because he lives inside of you. God by spirit, you are of God. You belong to God. You are God's property. You are God's acre. You are God's land. You are God's habitation. And he says, you are of God, little children. You are belonging to God. And he said, you have overcome them. Overcome what? Overcome evil spirits, demons, and Satan himself. Why? Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. You know, the evil spirit, the devil himself, the master of all evil is in the world, Satan. He's in the world out there, stealing, killing, and destroying. Jesus said the thief does not come but to steal and to kill and to destroy. But he said, he said, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So we are masters. We have overcome because the greater one lives in us. He's greater than evil spirit. He's greater than Satan. He's greater than the prince of darkness. Because he's greater, we are sure that we have overcome. We are not going to overcome. We already have him dwelling within us. And because he lives in us, we are overcomers. And we are of God. We belong to him. As someone said, we are divine. We are divine. We belong to God. We are his property. We are his own home and dwelling place on the earth. We will stop there today. We will continue talking about the consequences, the privileges, and the great responsibility of God dwelling within us. Thank you for listening.